Thanks for listening to Reality Breached. This is our fake news episode. We try to have a non-polarizing conversation about fake news, its effects, and how to fix it. Uh, I don't know if we succeed, but I think we make some pretty good points. Uh, But I guess that's really up to you. Hope you enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Reality Breached. Hey, everybody. That's Daniel. How's it going? Yeah, you know, how's it going? That's my job. How's it going? Oh, that's a good point. Okay. All right. I've realized I'm like leaning in and like focused on the microphone around me, but I should really just be looking at you and talking to you. Yeah, it's a conversation, man. All right. Go again. Ask me what what, what were you going to ask? Hi. Hi. Welcome to Reality Breached. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. I haven't introduced you yet. Shit, shut up. Wait for it. Wait for it. Welcome to Reality Breached. My name is Sergio. With me today is my good buddy, Daniel Key. Hey there, guys, and Sergio. I probably should have addressed you first and then the audience, but that's okay. <laughs> try not to be so stiff, man. Get one more try. One more try. <laughs> always because this part's so fake. This is not a conversation. This is like a, a, present, a presentation. Welcome thing. to Reality Breached. I'm your host, Sergio Lugo. With me today is my good buddy, Daniel Key. <laughs> What's up, man? How's nothing? How's it uh, going? You, are you already done with it? It's going good, man. It's going good. Just been uh, working a lot. That's about that's about it for me. Yeah. Working a lot, reading a lot, doing all that good stuff. Okay, so I texted you earlier today. I was like, "Hey, Daniel, you want to have a podcast about fake news?" Yeah, you did do that, and I was immediately like, "Yes." Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, um, I, I, we're going to talk about the nomenclature behind that and why I don't like it and all of that crap. But the reason I want to talk about quote unquote fake news mm-hmm. uh, is because, uh, yeah, this is kind of late. The, the conversation about <clears throat> this has been going on for like a year, year and some change, uh, possibly even longer. Um, but it's been a problem for decades, if not centuries. And, the buzzword fake news gets thrown around so much that it's almost lost its meaning almost to the point that it's just a buzzword. You know, you use it as an insult, you use it as a descriptor, you use it to distract from what's actually going on. Definitely. Definitely. And what what I wanted to do is have a conversation that speaks directly to what it is and why it's a problem. And what we like, what can be done to combat it? Yeah, that's man. It's going to be complicated. It's going to yeah. be an interesting talk. Because you, you know, you, you throw the word fake <clears throat> news at anyone, mm-hmm. they're going to have an opinion. And unfortunately, in this current climate, that opinion is going to be tainted by some sort of political stance. Correct. When. When someone says fake news, or in in what I would rather call yellow journalism, if someone says yellow journalism, like you, your response should universally be a, a negative one. For sure, I have to agree with you there. You know, it, it, it it's it's gotten to a point to where we're not arguing about how to fix it; we're just arguing what is and isn't it, which is counterproductive. What are your 
thoughts on yellow journalism? Well, I mean, historically, yellow journalism, mm-hmm. um, you know, to be honest, I think it'd be good if you gave me like a good history run up on your experience. I don't, I don't feel like I've read enough on yellow journalism lately or even, or to, to be able to articulate with any, like to an audience, to be able to articulate with any kind of certainty about what I'm mm-hmm. saying on yeah. the topic to where I would feel like I'm being honest about or, or okay. being truthful about it. So if, if you have a better understanding of it, I'd, I'd love to, to hear your view first. The, it, the, the nutshell answer to what is yellow journalism is fake news. It's, it's the, let's not use the buzzword. To well, that, that, yes. No. That, that's yeah. Um, me not wanting to say his name is going to make this tough, but yeah. Trump took the concept of yellow journalism gave it an elementary school name and pitched it as an idea that everyone already knew about, but claimed he came up with it. Because fake news is yellow journalism. It is purposely, it is See, info that masquerades itself as actual journalism in an effort to either get attention or divert attention away from something that is actually important. Yeah. See, I, I, I tend to disagree, like... I tend to disagree, and, and like when I think about yellow journalism, I think about at least like it was in like it was in a uh, a print medium that was at least somewhat. There weren't many print mediums back in the day, right? True. You know, true. you've got like six or seven newspapers. Maybe one or two of them are doing this uh, yellow journalism thing. Maybe even the best the best papers have a few uh, yellow journalism type articles in it. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's not there. But but nowadays, it's not like that anymore. We don't have just this tiny little core with yellow journalism. We also have these people pretending to be legitimate news sources, mm-hmm. pushing. Uh, it's I mean, I, to me, fake news is a little different than yellow journal, journalism because I view it more like propaganda. Like it's 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 made to look. I, mean, I think you even said this. Made to like a legitimate source. Yeah. But. It's done uh, to deliberately trick people, and it's done by smaller groups, like not not like a, a, a thing solely used for making money. Like it's done for the purpose of manipulating thought. Uh, yes and no. Like I agree, yes. It, like they want to manipulate what you think about a certain topic. However, a lot of the times, the, the the articles and the topics are positioned in a way that will get you to click on them, which drives the ad revenue that they're trying to get. So it's kind of a two-pronged attack. We're going to give you something that you want to hear, something that is clickbaitish, something that you agree with and is going to rile you up, but 98% of it is going to be false. You're not going to know that because we use a fancy letterhead on the website and you saw it in your Facebook feed. It was shared by your uncle. All right. So so back to yellow journalism. All right. Yes. So it was called yellow for a reason, right? Yeah. And what was that reason? Because this is, this is, uh, this is well, I think why I kind of view them as different because when I, when I thought of yellow journalism, I think of like uh, cowardly, like it's, it's. It's basically like you're you're choosing the weakest. Uh, uh, you're instead of like investigating the real things that matter, mm-hmm. you're investigating fluff and bullshit. And 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 a lot of that can still be 
technically true, but is it is that what we should be focused on? Like that's that's kind of how I've always viewed yellow journalism, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was um, just a total a total manipulation of uh, I don't know. Uh, well, let's 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 um, cite my favorite source. Wiki. Wikipedia, Wiki, Wiki. which is a completely different episode we're going to have. Okay. Uh, yellow jur- journalism and the yellow press are American terms for journalism and associated newspapers that present little or no legit, le- legitimate, well-researched news while instead using eye-catching headlines for increased sales. Techniques okay. may include exaggerations of news uh, events, scandal-mongering, or sensationalism. Okay. But then you have to ask, all right, this is another thing with, like, Wikipedia. Wikipedia is, this is one of the problems I have with Wikipedia, is that it is updated in real time. Yes. So it's updated through the lens of how we are viewing things around us, and surely it influences what we put in. So maybe if you read that exact excerpt five years ago, it's worded way differently than it is now. It's po- that's, that's possible. That's it's possible. Probably, it probably is. I mean, it would have to be. Like that's what Wikipedia does. It's constantly evolving. But 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 then again, the the, the power of Wikipedia is that it is like, like take exactly what you just said. That is why it's important because it is given to you in through the lens of humanity. It's not given you you know through the lens of one guy or the idea of a group of publishers. It's the entirety of human knowledge and opinion in one place, cited and researched. And then, yeah, it's like a constant battle yeah. of redactions and edits and all that. Yeah, the, the, the only way you're going to get history right is to make it editable. Yeah. So, what, all right, this, we're, we're kind of getting off on a different angle, but that's fine, I think. Yeah. Um, because I, I still think it kind of goes to the same thing, what we're talking about. And, uh, so, uh, have you ever read 1984? It's been a very long you, time. You, you know a lo- enough about it to where, you remember this part where he's like, uh, his job, he worked at this, uh, I think it was a news place, and he would, he would get an article, and his job was to, to, I think it was to edit the article, make uh-huh. a new one out of the, out of the information there. It would get put into place, and they would take the old one and throw it in the memory hole, and it would just go to an incinerator and disappear. Mm-hmm. Is Wikipedia like that in a way where you're constantly, if you're constantly updating things to, to, to now, I mean, could it be that over time a narrative, a complete narrative could evolve into something completely different with enough iterations and enough adaptations and enough people that there's no way to really confirm how legit this person, like every single person that edits stuff on Wikipedia is. Could it over time start to, shift and drift in the way uh, almost could it get to a point where it's completely factually inaccurate no no but, but because the editors of wikipedia are anal for a reason you like if you pop in there and edit something especially something of note mm-hmm. it's not going to hit the website immediately it's going to go through basically peer review mm-hmm. and the people who've edited that page enough are going to s- see if you cited your sources if you cite a source that's credible, then it'll hit the site. No problem. Boom. You have changed history. <laughs> You've changed history. <laughs> if, if, if it's not credible, one of two things will happen. It won't make it or it'll get deleted. Two, it'll make it, 
but it'll be noted as citation needed in that what is put what has been put here isn't necessarily false, but we can't find proof. And it'll be noted as citation needed, which in and of itself adds context to the data. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, so so it's because it's creator protected so so, so harshly. The, the one thing that my dad and he's never going to hear this, so it's not going to matter. The one thing my dad always says is, "You know, they said Sinbad was dead for like a week." <laughs> And I'm like, well, no. They didn't. They, like, no. some bullshit you were reading did. No, no, so, like, some asshole edited Wikipedia. Oh, uh, okay. And for, like, a... So when he said they, he was talking about Wikipedia. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, Some asshole edited Wikipedia for, like... And for six hours, Sinbad was marked as dead. Okay. And news stories picked it up and contacted Sinbad. like, hey, are you dead? And he's like, no, I'm not dead. And so they fixed <laughs> Wikipedia. You know, you're going to have that. Because and then, and then the citation was we called Sinbad and yeah, said he's not dead. Exactly. <laughs> Sin, Sin, Sinbad got us on the phone, and and like the only way to document the chaos that is humanity is to allow chaos in the documentation. Yeah, it's the only way to do it. I tend to. I mean, I agree with that. Yeah, I I give Wikipedia money every month. I do too, or not every month, but I do donate. Like when they do yeah. their big drive, mm-hmm. I usually try to donate to it. I don't give much because I, I like that. I like that. I like the idea of it, but but I do I do have this fear. Like and and then so say it 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 as of now it is like you're saying where it's like solidly peer reviewed. Is there a point like in many businesses or or organizations where it starts to crumble and gets weaker and and, and its system is not as strong? And at that point, does the aesthetic of Wikipedia, this is legitimate, it's Wikipedia, and if you have uh, nefarious actors behind the scene, mm-hmm. could they manipulate basic, like, historical fact? Like, could there be a point where the Civil War was won by the South? <laughs> you know? Could it, could that, is it possible in this era if we're not careful? And I think this all goes back to what we're talking about, fake news, is mm-hmm. like, being able to verify truth and being able right. and what is truth and i feel like we are in that age this this is what this is ultimately all about fake news itself is that there is such an explosion of information that there's no way to actually control it all like it's like it's like you're in a forest fire and you're trying to put out the fire but you're just like spraying randomly around at different parts but you can't put it out because there's just so many competing narratives of everything going on at one mm-hmm. time and uh I don't know. I think that's the ultimate discussion about what fake news is and what's happening right now. It's this explosion of information and and how to how to funnel it back down to something that is true and can be trusted. Yeah, we're 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 definitely in an age where facts aren't as factual as they've always been. Yeah. You know, if, if if one of the three important newspapers in the country printed something in 1975, you're pretty sure that it happened the way they wrote it. And it didn't matter if it didn't, because that was what happened. Well, yeah, or, or you could or you could even, uh, like this idea of like uh, the consensus is what is real. You know, like so yeah. if 90% of the population believes whatever, then... Then I mean, then I, I mean I guess that's good enough. <laughs> it's close enough to the truth. Yeah, um, it, it, it doesn't matter what actually happened. Yeah, 
Yeah, and uh, and and it was a lot easier to create consensus back in the day than now. It really is. It really because there was there was a limited limited number of outlets. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like n- nowadays, like literally, you can make your own outlet. I have made my own outlet. Reality Breach is an, is is a voice, a tiny voice, but it's a voice that can disrupt something. Like if let's say I wrote an article that was inflammatory against something, some something dumb. Yeah. You know, like Captain America, blah 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 blah. And suddenly it goes viral and boom, my voice is important now. Right. You know, yeah. it's not. I'm just one dude. But in internet land, it doesn't take much notoriety to be notarized. It doesn't. It doesn't. And um Yeah, and yeah. Remember you remember when they, they used to talk about um things going viral, yeah. You know, this went viral, this went viral. Like that's really all that's happening all the time now. It's just like uh, something just kind of just that's that's how everything happens now. That's how everything's reported on. It's what is the most viral. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and I guess that goes back to sensationalism. I mean, you need, in order to make something viral, it has to be the right combination of title versus the right thumbnail to go with it versus <laughs> the right, uh, you post it at the right time of day to the right place. So it's like people that understand how to do that properly can can kind of control the narrative of of how how a much larger portion of the population uh, perceives the world around them. I think uh, uh, there was a study uh, d- data about Reddit, and the 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 uh, the data showed that I'm trying to remember, I can't remember the exact numbers, but it was something like like five percent of redditors contributed to like eighty percent of all the posts on the front page of Reddit. Mm-hmm. They, knew, they know they know exactly, exactly what, to what say. yeah how to word something, yep. what time of day to put it. Uh, maybe they probably cheat a little, and they got a few extra uh, uh, accounts with them that they can like upvote and get it passed, and they know how to manipulate the algorithms a little bit. Yeah, which which ultimately makes uh, just think of the, 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 the imagine this as a concept: facts are marketed. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what you're describing. You're describing someone who can market whatever they want, regardless of how inaccurate or blasphemous it is. Yeah, or, or not necessarily facts. Even on that, you know, it can be anything. It can be, yeah. you know, a fart joke or something. It just whatever, whatever they want to do. But going with that idea, though, I like that. But yeah, yeah, like look at the the, the what major news news outlets do we have right now? We have CNN, Fox News, MSNBC. All right, so you're talking about cable news. Well, those are the those are the big three. Of N- course, you NBC. have NBC, ABC, CBS, but they only report news once a day, and, and then for I, an hour. And they, these are, but still, you got New York Times, right? Washington, you got print media, New York print, Times, yeah. Washington Post, which most people view as like very like it, it, it does seem very partisan at this point. Like it's like to the, me the, the Post, yeah, the Post is. It could be that I'm only seeing the the opinion the part of the Washington Post. That, that's yeah. another thing you can t- you can say too is like it's it's hard to it's easy to get confused of what what is the opinion part and what is like actual r- journalism part of of some of these sources yeah. too. Those are all melding together. Let's see who else do we have? Well, and 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 what you're what you're talking about right now is the difference between like a fake news outlet 
and a news outlet. Like, a news outlet will give you the facts, or at least the facts as they are known, and then add context to them with op-eds. You know, here's the fact. Here is this side of the argument and why it matters to them. Here's yeah. the other side of the argument and why it matters to them. That is journalism. Yeah. What the what, what the, the fake news outlets are doing are finding an opinion first and then making facts to fit that. Yeah, or or ignoring facts that counter the narrative that they want to push. That which too, is, yeah. Which is probably more likely. Because mm. sometimes it's, like, even fake news, like, there's truth there, but it's like you've ignored... You ignored all the other context that if if you give all the context, then everything you're saying is bullshit. Like you could say, um, uh, let's try to think of a good scenario here that we can manipulate however yeah. we want. Well, well, what you're describing is well-constructed fake news. Like well-constructed fake news has a seed that's true, and then it's expounded upon from there. But even some of the biggest, most viral pieces of, like, unsubstantiated bullshit may not have any type of truth, like, any type of kernel of truth. And it doesn't even have to be political stuff. Yeah. Uh, like, a really good example that isn't necessarily news, but has literally hit my Facebook feed like ten this is times. Good. And this is what we need to do is actually look at what we would define as fake news and break it down. Yeah. It'd probably be a way better way to do this. And, and and as I said, this isn't news, but it's something that's just wrong. Um it's hit my Facebook feed no less than ten times. Wow. Yeah. And it's a picture of two different bell peppers. One of them has like three sections to it. Uh-huh. One of them has four. And then it says, fun fact, or nutrition fact. Uh, you can tell a bell pepper's gender by how many sections it has. The, the, the three ones are male. The four ones are female. The male ones have a lot of seeds and are best for cooking. And the female ones are sweeter and best for eating raw. Okay. None of that is true. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. I was like trying to think about how could the... The the fucking fetus of a plant. Uh, I'm trying to think. Well, well, first off, plants are asexual. They sure. reproduce with themselves. So, yeah, sure. None of that is true. It's hit my feed no less than ten times. Yeah. So so so. All right. Well, let's extrapolate that. So, say this this thing becomes so viral mm -hmm. that ninety percent of the population buys it. Yep. And it becomes, like, common knowledge at that point. Like, how do you fucking combat that shit? It's, it's, like, it just becomes reality. Yeah, yeah. Another really good example of that is don't eat before you swim. Don't you eat, will yeah, get a cramp of course, and yeah, Those are all the old, the old yeah. wives' tales, yada, yada. Yeah. yeah, like, that's not true either. At all. Very true. Yeah. <sighs> That is interesting. Yeah, like, like, like we're we're treading in the same water. It's yeah. pretty good. That's a, that's a good. That's a that's a point. Okay, that's good. Right. Yeah. That's good. Like when it comes to just convincing people of shit that is not real. Yeah, 
but and, and it's so weird because at least when they used to say it, like they couldn't just like Google it and look at it. <laughs> These motherfuckers can Google that shit. <laughs> These motherfuckers can Google it, and they're yes. still not. Like yeah. That's that's uh that's really interesting. It, it, it's what's interesting is that wh- what you just said is way more profound than I think you realized because the same tool that makes it so easy to spread this knowledge is the same tool that could be used to kill it. Yeah. Well, it's memory. Oh, oh. it really is memory. Dude. Like so, so memes memes are. I mean, that is what a, a meme is. It's this viral thing, and it's uh and. And, and the the problem I've always had with memes is that it's a it's a it's a fucking photograph with ten words on it. Yes, and that has the power to to just spread. And 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 I think that was a lot of what the how Trump was able to get in. I mean, you know, some of it was. I mean, I guess you could. I mean, are memes a, a version of fake news in a way? Like, if you make a meme that that inform that 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 makes a point that is inaccurate, it depends on how you define a meme. <clears throat> like the the, the 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 traditional definition of meme is something that has become viral and is now known as a thing. Like success, take success kid. Like yeah. the first person who uploaded a success kid picture didn't make a meme. Yeah, it well, became a meme once people picked it up and ran with it. Right. Well, yeah, well, I mean, really a meme is like uh, Richard Dawkins theorized this, like in the 70s or something. Okay. And it was like you, a meme is like a gene. It's a, it's an idea that can spread through society. Uh, it's just any idea you think of. If, if it, uh, And then it can evolve as it spreads through. I really should know way more about this before talking about it. <laughs> But that's where it started. Is this idea of of of, uh, of an an idea that can mm-hmm. spread around, and and what what you're talking about is like they they really call it image macro. That's like all the nerds on the internet. Like what a meme is different it, than it, an image macro. It, well, it, just really, it just really bothers me when people are like, oh, I made a meme. It's like no, no, you didn't. Like a meme is the has, yeah the actual the actual base of the, yeah. the child, the kid. The, no, the, well, no, the, the meme is taking the picture of the kid. Coming up with an idea that is replicatable, like where you can you can manipulate it in ways, but it's still got that fundamental base idea that people all get, and then you can throw different ideas into that. Kind of, the thing is, meme is the outcome. Meme isn't the origin. The origin is a joke. If your joke spreads enough and it becomes viral, it is now a meme. Okay. Or well, but not, that's not necessarily true. Or, yeah. Well, it depends on what you define as viral. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's basically an inside joke. You know, you could have three people that they all have the same kind of. Uh, it's an inside joke mm-hmm. that you all get the gist of it. So now you're like addressing it on a meta level to where this says that, but everybody gets it. So there's like this other level of joke slapped on top of it that can even happen yeah with a meme so that can even happen but, but, with three people but a, but it's not a meme until it's like almost universally recognized that's what i'm saying it's like it, it, but like, it depends on the group it depends no on the, the group. group is the internet the group is the, so like it has the, to be consciousness a greater internet in order yeah. to be no yeah. i don't oh I this don't. has become a meme but that something could, becomes a meme you don't make a meme but that could happen in your own friend group i could post a picture of you and then say things, and because all my friends we've, know you, we've done that. Yeah, because all my friends know you, 
it is a meme that is highly funny to all of us because we, we get you on a deeper level. We get this understanding of it. But nobody outside of the circle gives a shit about it. It's still a meme. It's still See, a I th- meme. I think, I think we just disagree on what the meaning of meme is. Yeah, because it's like it's a scale. It's a scale debate. I, 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 it is. It is. And the thing is, I don't think we're really arguing that there's any difference. It's it's more of a like a it's literally a scale thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's never mind that. Let's go back to what we were talking about. Or we were talking about, okay, yeah, you make... We're you, talking about fake news. We're talking about fake news. Uh, you make a thing that says, blah, 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 Trump this, caption, 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 you know, Occupy Democrats. And that gets shared 20,000 times. Yeah. Okay. Somebody, a prominent Democrat, or Democrat, Democratic... um pundit shares it on their Twitter suddenly it's shared half a million times mm-hmm. okay who fact checked that of course nobody did and if they did they were just like they, they said dude this is bullshit and they, they nobody liked it nobody upvoted it it just sat down at the bottom and then like this somebody that was like ha ha yeah and they say they're bullshit they get like a thousand likes and then it's perceived as like legitimate in some way because it has all those likes backing it in the comment section so it's yeah it's what everybody sees yeah like 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 the ultimate example of like a meme like hitting the culture in a way that is destructive is cities and states enacting laws that make people get drug tests to get uh, food stamps, food stamps, or any type of government government assistance. Like the root of that is a fucking meme. The root <laughs> of that is some asshole going, "Well, if I gotta take a drug test to get a job, y'all better take a drug test to get food stamps." It's like you're completely misunderstanding the need for food stamps at that point. Totally agree, and that's a meme that's completely different than like. An image macro with words on it, that's just like people just say stuff enough and it becomes exactly what we're talking about, the Richard Dawkins version of a meme. An idea that is, uh, it just, it the, the right idea, it hits the average person's brain mm-hmm. in the right kind of way that it's just, that sounds good enough and you just say it again. You yeah. Know, like it's yeah. it. That's We're it. not going to put any extra thought into this or research whether or not it is a good idea or has any bearing on reality. It just sounds good at the time. So we're going to repeat it, and then everyone that we share it with is going to repeat it and pyramid scheme your way up to the top. Yeah. It's fascinating. Like, it's, um, <clears throat> I don't know, it's, it's, it's scary that this is where we're at. Because basic, basically what we're doing now, <clears throat> you know, for, for all of human history, you've got these technological advances that have led, you know, you, you can start with really the printing press. Or maybe you go before that. Maybe you're, you're like, you're, um, you're monks. There's like eight, nine, ten monks. Okay. They're handwriting things. Mm-hmm. And these are your first uh, documents in a library. They're the scrolls that you're, 
your upper class would go to to read, and they could all read the same things. And oh, you, I can read, John. Yeah, hmm. there's not many of us that can do it. We're a selected group. And, and, then and we're it, all white. Yeah, and then it goes to the printing press, where you're able to uh, do things quicker than just handwriting things, which means more people can see it. Still not most people. Like, the super impoverished should probably never touch a book in their lifetime still, even after the printing press for... Hundreds yeah, of years. Let's, let's pause it there. I imagine, I, I don't have the facts to back this up, so I'm just going to fake news this through. Um, I imagine that there was a similar spread of knowledge when the printing press oh, became a thing. Absolutely. Well, I mean, Martin Luther I mean, and the, the, the destruction of the Catholic Church all comes from, from the printing press. Like, you were able to, like, more Bibles were made. So more people were able to actually read the Bible instead of asking their priest to tell them what the Bible said. And that started to cause that chasm, which is a huge. It's a huge uh, power breakdown at that point. I mean, when you, when more people oh, are yeah, able to read more, the Bible, yeah, give more, but, in, yeah, you give more information out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well. So it was just <laughs> it was basically just the Catholic Church, and then what? Within uh, maybe 150 years, like I mean, it had really broken down into a lot of different denominations because because of the printing press. Anyway, well then I'm not wrong. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, but that's what information does. It destroys power. Like information, if if a small group can control it all, then obviously In, information does, but not necessarily the 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 access to information. Go on. Uh, th- because the internet is the ultimate access to all information. Mm-hmm. But much like the law of diminishing returns. Like, if you have access to everything, you want nothing. Right, it becomes valueless. Information is becoming less and less valuable the more we create. Right, which means you're not looking for information, you're looking for confirmation. You're looking for, uh, you're looking for what you've already found. Yeah. Or what you already understand. And in in that case, the access to information isn't helping humanity at all. The, The argument is it might be hurting it. Dude, I actually saw a video. It was uh, all right. So I mean, it was it was on it was on Vice video, and I really encourage anybody to go watch this video. It's fucking amazing. It's an hour and forty four minutes long. Uh, this it's a guy. I I can't remember the dude's name. Um, but oh man, it's it's it. He he throws out some new ideas about uh where we're heading in the future and what to do about it. But anyway, the, the the video starts off with this quote by Walter Benjamin. Now, this may be the guy. This may actually be the guy. Um, but it says this. It's a little lengthy, but uh, try to listen to it. The value of information does not survive the moment in which it was new. It lives only at that moment. It has to surrender to it completely and explain itself to it without losing any time. A story is different. It does not expend itself. It preserves and concentrates its strength and is capable of releasing it even after a long time. So the idea is like, if you're like literally just uh, like, just think about what you're doing right now in your own life. Well, actually, let's let's stop there. Okay. Uh, the, read the first sentence of that. The value of what? The value of information. Okay. Break, break that down. Information. Yeah. The, 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 the contrast we're seeing here is between information and story. Correct. Correct. Uh, 
it's that is a very that's a profound quote. Yeah, because there is a huge difference between those two things. Yeah, and I think that's what all humans do. Like our brains, that, that's what they do. They, if you think about it, if you really think about it, right now in your life, there are a, a, a billion uh, sources of information bombarding your senses at all times, and what your brain does is ignore like ninety five percent of that and focus yeah. on. Uh, something that they can make sense out of the world with. Because if, if you didn't, then you would just be this like insane lunatic. Probably you'd look like an autistic kid or something just running around. You'd be Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but so we have to filter <laughs> out a lot of our information in order to make sense out of the world. And I think the same thing applies to the news itself. If, uh, it, it, it always uh, implies taking a lot of information and trying to condense it into something that is easily tellable and easily able to you're easily able to convey the gist of what happened and that's i think that's ultimately where fake news comes from is this 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 idea or this this way in which we try to report on uh things or try to recount reality yeah 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 yeah, like okay I used air quotes for reality. Yeah, yeah. Like, anecdotally speaking, uh, so so Ariel has, my wife, has this thing on her Google, whatever, in the mornings. She says, good morning, Google, and it and it gives her, like, a, a rundown of news. Yeah. And it is, like, fact after fact after fact after fact. You know, it is 15 children were killed in a school shooting yesterday in Wyoming. Okay. Tiger Woods lost this weekend at the Masters. Okay. If that is how you digest that information... Right, if you're just reading the headlines. Yeah, well, not even just the headlines, just the fact is 15 kids died. Yeah. Okay. As someone who lives in Mississippi, how much information do I need about a Wyoming school shooting? Yeah. It, 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 the, the, the relevance it's in my life... It's arguable you need zero. Yeah, like... like it's arguable you need none of it. The, the relevance is arguable, like very arguable. So like her digesting that as a blurb, it's like, hey, this happened. Just so you know, this happened. That's the info, the info that you're speaking about in that actual quote. The, uh, where we're at societally is that quote contextualized with dozens and dozens of stories. Right. Whether that be anti-gun, pro-gun, here are the children yeah. Ooh, who went through it, this is here, here are the, the families that are affected by it, here is 24 hours worth of news coverage because there was a school shooting. Are the, the, uh, it's really interesting what you're saying there because uh, you could also look at it like, um, so somebody else has the news feed mm-hmm. and they have different preferences of what they what they want, what they want to see. Right. So they're bombarded with a different set of headlines. Yep. Each person really is in this Google algorithm world or it's this algorithm world. We each curated. choose. We each choose. Um, and most of us do that. I mean, I, even I do. Even though I, I try to combat it as much as I can, I, I can't lie. I read a fuckload of headlines, like trying to find things that are interesting to, to read about. But what you're really doing with just a single headline, that idea still goes into your brain. Uh, yeah. the, the idea goes in. So, so if if you if if you if if you are totally interested in Indian politics, I mean, India, the country, 
if you're totally interested in Indian politics, you're going to get a lot of Indian headlines. You know, mm-hmm. like you're going to learn things about India. The, the prime minister of India does this, yada, yada, yada. Uh, if you're interested in gun control ideas, you're going to get a shitload of headlines about gun control. If you're interested in uh, uh, how bad the black person is, you can get a whole lot of information about what the black guy did to I, somebody today. He, he, like, I can't even imagine what an alt-right news oh, feed looks like. like I, oh, oh, I can. All you have to do, go on YouTube. Click on one alt-right video, and your fucking entire feed will be bombarded with it immediately. You're absolutely immediately, immediately. Like you can flip political views by clicking on one video. You don't even have you don't even have to click on an alt-right video. All you have to click on is a video about alt-rightism. Yeah, like it can be you can it can be a video that is what is wrong with the alt-right movement, and then the next video will be like, "Hey, how about them white people?" Hey, what's, why are black people like this? Like, the, the YouTube algorithm is so it's bizarre. So terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. And it feeds information to, to people that. Yeah. Uh, but the point out. It's scary. Yeah, but the bigger picture of that, going back to the quote we're saying, is that it's all, like, that information is true. Like, the headlines that they read, the, 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 I mean, a lot of them are factually accurate. 110 people killed here. Yes. But it serves no relevance to your actual life. But if 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 you if you want to, you can read all of this information and create mm-hmm. your own story, your own narrative of of how the world is. And then you are prone to want to be like uh, the world is a terrifying place and we need to do things to combat it and it can build on itself into like this whole political movement. I mean, I mean that's really it. Yeah, yeah. You know, the left does it too. They, the, the left has uh, racist. Like, you look around and you see the racist attacks and, and really hate crimes. Really, they're fucking nothing. Like, they're like, like out of a, a hundred billion human interactions a day, what are we talking? One hate crime? Out of a hundred billion human interactions, one hate crime is what it, it is. It is hard to define what is and isn't a hate crime. Right, we can get into that in a different discussion. That, that's a that's a completely different but you conversation. See what I'm saying, but, though, but, like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. If you take the the gross, how many times two human beings are talking to each other in a day, like it, any of this shit, like it's so minuscule. It's it's it, it literally, I mean, statistically never happens, but it does because that's how statistics work. Yeah, but, <laughs> um. Yeah. But. Yeah, so we're all create we're all taking in information and creating our own stories. Yes. And and if we're not creating our own stories, we're allowing ourselves to be told stories. Yeah. And yeah. And, and and again, the 24-hour news cycle is that. Yeah. You know, what I what I said earlier was you have you have the facts and then you have the op-eds, which in essence, the op-ed is an interpretation and an interpretation facts. that makes it into a story. Why it should matter to you. And op-eds are valuable. The problem is, is what was originally an op, you know, an, an opinion article in the seventies, eighties, nineties, has spiraled out of control to where now the opinion article is the majority. 
Well, yeah, everybody, everybody writes. I mean, that's what a blog is, basically. Everybody is. Hey, that's stop, what this, stop shitting on my blog. That's what this is. I mean, it's it's everybody <laughs> sharing their opinion or their hot take on yeah. anything. On LeBron James. And, and just like this podcast, we really don't ultimately know what the fuck we're talking about, but we're going to go on, you know, in a way like yeah. we do. Like, I mean, we're sitting here talking about yellow journalism and like we're literally having to go to Wikipedia to kind of Google it as we talk about it. Right, right, right. And, and, and it's not that But at least we're honest about it. At least we're yeah. honest enough to say we don't fully get it. We're, you know? we're like also the, not posturing as a exactly, news organization. Exactly. Or posturing as somebody that knows the truth, like yeah. absolute cold hard truth. We, and we, and we, that is, I think that's a big problem with news in itself, is that it does posture as though it knows things that ultimately, uh, like what we were talking about, uh, they are creating a narrative just like everybody else is. It, it, I think it's still opinion in a way. No matter what they report on, there's still a lot of impi- opinion involved in it. Mm-hmm. Like, let a journalist write an article about the Parkland shooting. Let a student that was in the in the goddamn classroom and watched their 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 friend get shot write an article about it. I guarantee you, they're completely different. It's completely different perspectives. And is one more valuable than the other? I don't think it is. It, it's it's interesting that you that you that you call out the actual uh, the, the children in the school because this most recent shooting is the the Parkland shooting. Yeah, I try not. To, I know this sounds really bad, but I try not to pay attention to school shootings. Yeah, I, I can they, see they, why they, because because they happen, and regardless of my opinion of them, they continue to happen. And we're not changing anything, so they're probably going to continue to happen. The best thing we can do is to siphon attention away from them so those doing them don't get what they want out of it, which ultimately is probably attention. Yeah. Back to my point. The interesting thing about this most recent shooting is that the children in the... Were video. Well, well, the, 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 the children in the school are... Act, they're, they're they're acting as activists, right? They're like this is bullshit. Well, all right, you know, hang on. But but in the context of what we're talking about with yeah. real news versus fake news, is that some of the children in the school are. So it's easy to create the narrative that well, the, the children ch- in the school are. But there right. there could be just as many that that are doing the exact opposite. Like they're like, don't do this, right? But 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 someone, they are the ones that get elevated because it's easy, it's fun to create a narrative out of this. But the people that aren't doing anything, there's no narrative to be created there, so that that get, that viewpoint gets disregarded. Right, but are you discounting the narrative because people have that? Well, I think, but I, th- I just think both of them are true. But it, because of what we're because of the phenomena we have, that only one of them is what most people know about. I wouldn't Instead even blame seeing, that on the phenomenon. But, like, but, no, I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, like no, to no. think about the idea of what what it would mean to go through it and then. Not one that cause in action. That that is an interesting topic in itself. That would it's never talked about. Why did you not want to do anything? About you're describing it? Like, squeaky wheel gets the oil. Is what you're describing. Yeah, and that's not new. That's not a a, a, a fake news 21st century thing. Like the person who yeah, talks the loudest. Sensationalism. That is what that is. That is what that is. This is this is people being offered a platform and taking it. Of course. Of course. And who are the people that love to take platform? Like people that want to be, they want to be on camera. They want to be, they want to be fucking stars. But you're complete, you can't, 
What you're say, what, but what you're saying completely destroys the idea of platforms. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're basically saying no one should say anything because they shouldn't want the attention. Is, is what you're saying. Well, no, I, I think it's... Big, uh, like, I'm fine with it. I think everybody should say what they want to say. But I think... Um, I really think it goes to this centralized form of, of news, in a way, is that that is the platform. Like, everything else is like, I'm trying to get viral enough to reach this platform or something. Instead of, like, my ideas should spread because my ideas are are intriguing enough. It's like, I'm trying to think of how to put it. Oh, well, let's put, let's put it this way. Okay, okay. Daniel, you you are a child who was who at their school there was a shooting. Yeah. Okay. I'm CNN. Yeah. I show up. You're there. You haven't fled home or whatever. And I'm like, "Sir, sir, do you do you go to school here?" Yeah. Uh, do you want to can, can I ask you a few questions about what happened today? Um like, all right, if, uh, I'm trying to hypothetically pretend I'm a child and not me now. Yeah, of course. Because it'd be way different now. I, I really would be like, no, I don't want to, like, contribute to your bullshit. Like, I mean, that's really <laughs> what I would say. Like, okay, okay. Na- then, naive 17-year-old Daniel. Right, but think about that. So what about the people that do say, I don't want to contribute to your bullshit? They're just discarded. And then we go find the yeah, ones that are like, I want to contribute to your bullshit. You know, they're the ones that get put on CNN. Think about that though. Like it really is. That really is true. That really is what's happening. You filter out anybody that doesn't contribute to the narrative you want to push. You just filter them out. You just filter them out because what you don't well, want. Th- th- but th- th- that's the thing. We're not attacking the like I, mainstream I, news media here. Yeah. That's not what this conversation's about. I think it ultimately is. I like, don't think I, it is. I think it is in a way. No. I think it's in a huge way. No. Because, yes, all news organizations are going to have a slant. Like, they're, they're going to have a slant because they're humans. Yeah. They're, they're going to intend to report the news in a fair and balanced way. And I said that on purpose. Uh, in a fair and balanced way. But naturally, you get enough liberals in a room, you get enough conservatives in a room... Whatever they report is going to have a slant. Okay? It's kind of on the viewer to filter out what is and isn't a slant. See, the, I, the, I don't... The, I, the, the best they can do is their best intention. Hmm. Yeah, I, I just... I, I disagree. I disagree in a lot of ways because, I mean, like, you're... you're I feel like you're assuming that the new... That the big news outlets are not fundamentally in it for selling ads. And they, <laughs> they are. They are. I was wondering if we were going to touch on this. And they, and they have a market that they're aiming yeah. towards. And doing narratives that would uh, in any way affect that market, it's just, you, you just don't go there. And you already know who your market is. Everybody knows what the fucking market is. Uh, we're mostly, you know, we're CNN. We mostly get um, the. I don't even know what. I, I mean, I don't know what CNN's market is. Uh, C- CNN's market is somewhere in the middle, leaning left. 
Yeah, and I don't know the, the age brackets or anything. No, but no, really, but, probably all yeah. of the cable news is probably towards older people. Really, I mean, it's, yeah, younger people don't don't fuck with that's, that stuff. That's true. Yeah, young people don't know what CNN is, and if they do, it's because they saw someone making fun of it on YouTube. But in that way, if you're going towards a market, then I think your narrative steers towards that market. I mean, have you have you not seen? All right, here's a great example. Um, What's the blonde-headed chick that Trump? Uh, Tam, Tommy Lauren. No, uh, that Trump made uh, the 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 period joke about. Like, uh, what's oh. her name? Oh, um, um, Megan Ma- Kelly. Megan Kelly. Kelly. Fox News cunt. Fox News Republican cunt forever. All of a sudden, is like I'm going to go to ABC and become a liberal. NBC. Like, NBC. She's not. Li- she didn't become a liberal. But though. she she stopped being a fox. She stopped being a right wing cunt. All of a sudden, she's. And, and I'm sorry for saying cunt. That's really yeah, that's, inappropriate. Yeah, I, word. That might I that might that might be a reality breach well, first. Well, well, yeah, just, uh, <laughs> but I do. For the record, I, I really shouldn't say that word. And I apologize for saying. It. She swapped to a different network to a different market, and all of a sudden her message changed. Like yes. it's 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 acting. Like it's fake. It is fundamentally fake. It's addressed towards a certain type of people because that's how you get a bigger following, and that's how you grow up in the business and make more money. And then you have the power to be like, I want to make a whole, I want that Katie Couric money on NBC. It's such a joke. Like, it is fake. It is fake, just like the rest of it. There is a portion of it that is fake, yes. But if you asked Megyn Kelly to report as a liberal, she would not do it. Because she doesn't. Like, she's still, she's still conservative, even on NBC. Is she? I don't even know. Yeah, she is. She is. Yeah, she's still on that side of the fence. She just isn't as brazen as she was, as she was allowed to be on Fox News. On Fox News, she can do whatever she wanted because, hey, you know, we we're Fox News. That's what we do. Yeah. But even then, like, dude, you go, you go look at those, look at what they're doing on Fox News. It's, it's, they are still, I think most, for the most part, they are. Factually accurate, but what they do is disregard so much other stuff, and they you report one thing after another. You report one piece of information after another, mm-hmm. but you do it in a way that creates a narrative. Yeah. You create yeah. a narrative out of what you report on yeah. and what you, you don't you, report on. You report the facts that you want to report. You yeah. mix it in with uh, like opinion yeah, opinions opinion. that are heavily skewed. Yeah, and, 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 and when you do opinion, then you've got this disclaimer. Hey, dude, it's just opinion. It you, can be, really... you can be wrong, whatever. Yeah. And like MSNBC is like the other side of that coin. Absolutely. You know, uh, what's her name? Um, Rachel Maddow. Rachel Maddow. Like, I like watching Rachel Maddow because I agree with a lot of things she says, but I can't watch it without knowing that yeah. and it's, that's wrong. Like, you shouldn't, it shouldn't be as black and white as you're making it. Exactly. And, 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 and you like Rachel Maddow probably because of the aesthetics of, of her, of her, the way she presents versus the other stuff. There's not all this. Welcome to the news. Like she, it's just like dead silence. Like she has these long periods of silence, and then you can hear the papers turning. Uh, yeah, yeah. She, Turn she, to this. She, she, and she, she's a lesbian. She's she, like a white lesbian. She's like this. Uh, obviously, you know, you connect more with this. Uh, this slant of like a, a liberal idea. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, progressive. Like we're. It, it's it's NPR talk. Just yeah. very. I'm gonna say something. Perfect. Yeah, that's exactly it. And it, it adds so much drama to it. And then I'm going to say something else. 
and I'm going to switch how I'm seated. <laughs> and I'm look, and I'm going to change the way I'm looking at you in, in the camera. Yeah. It's an aesthetic. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's acting. Yeah. It's really acting. Th- th- that, and that part is, you know, yeah. and, and it's really a crime that these news channels have to report 24 hours a day. They don't have to, but they do. Yeah. Like 24 hours a day, I don't need to hear what you think about this thing. Yeah, money. Like headline news had it right. Headline news back when they still did news. Oh, I don't, I don't even know this story. I never, oh, shit. I never okay. even knew they did anything okay. other than okay, this so, bullshit so, they did now. So headline news really and CNN. Anchor they got, they got now. <laughs> headline news and CNN were like two sides of the same coin. Headline news was, we're going to give you headlines 24 hours a day. It's going to be on like a, almost like a 30-minute loop. We'll change the headlines as things happen. Yeah. But it's just, here's what's going on. Fact, 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 fact. 30 minutes are up. Fact, 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 fact. And then CNN was, fact, 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 shit ton of opinion. Fact, 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 shit ton of opinion. And headline news was just, here's what's going on. You know, they what was have, this? Do you know, you know uh, about how when, long ago? When it, when, it was, when it was launched, and probably for the first decade or so, like now it's just forensic files over and over. What were we talking, over. like early 2000s or something? No, 90s. Early, really? 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Well, I, never, I, never, was, I never saw headline news until relatively, like maybe in the last six or seven years. Yeah, and, and they, were both, they were both Turner networks. Like they, they were designed to kind of play off each other. Yeah. Like if you need to know what's going on, but you don't have much time and you don't give a shit about people's opinions, watch headline news. Hmm. And obviously it wasn't success, successful enough to maintain because, again, all they show is forensic files now. Well, I mean, nothing on television is successful enough to maintain anymore. And I, I think that fundamentally goes to the gist of it all. It's, it's basically what we're witnessing now is the failure of an old form of media. It's yeah. failing. And what and it's not just CNN. I'm not doing the Trump thing, but the entire format of of television media is starting to fail. And what do you do when you start to fail? You get you 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 do whatever. You sell the fuck out, dude. Yeah. And I I think we're witnessing this all across the board. And you even look at look. You can even look at uh, Hollywood actors. They're they in the back in the day. Somebody like Alan Baldwin. Didn't do fucking Capital One. Alan Baldwin. Alec Baldwin <laughs> didn't do Capital One commercials. He did. He didn't fucking like start selling. He didn't start selling credit cards. You know, like like the, they're all like selling out, money grabbing. Like we gotta get it while we can because we know it's coming to an end. This is drying up. I believe. I truly See, believe. I don't that believe all that. of that is selling out. I don't believe that the internet is going to destroy it all in the next fifteen years. I, I'm predicting well, it. I, 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 all I, of I, it like I agree crumble. with that last sentence. The internet is going to destroy it all in the next fifteen. years. I believe that. Yeah. I don't believe that. Larry King selling fucking. Uh, <laughs> have you ever, dude? Oh my god! I saw this commercial. Like Larry King is doing like a three minute. A three-minute... Oh, oh, God. What was it now? It's basically an infomercial. Larry King. Yeah. He's got his straight aesthetics behind him. The Larry does, King does he, show. Does he have the uh, the suspenders? Yeah, of course. <laughs> He's doing the Larry... And it looks like the Larry King live show. But it's him, like, selling some bullshit product. He doesn't even do the Larry King live anymore. He hasn't yeah. done that in, like, yeah. s- ten years. And he works for Russia Today. Like, on the side. What? Yes! Yes. Okay. Okay. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let, let yeah, me. Let's get back. Okay. Really no, into no. 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 Let okay. me. Let me respond to what you just said. Um, 
I don't... Take the Alec Baldwin situation. Okay. Okay, 50 years ago, say Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Okay? Obviously, he's not going to sell insurance. Right. But also, there were only maybe two dozen big stars like him. Right, and there's only a limited amount of channels, and there's a limited there, amount of time. There was a, there was a limited amount of anything time, for time to put commercials. Yeah, on. so like yeah. when you say Frank Sinatra, everybody's like, "Oh, fucking Frank! Frank Sinatra is amazing!" And everyone throws money at him for everything he, he he breathes and makes money. Yeah, Alec Baldwin is lives in a gener- like like Alec Baldwin's time should be up, like he should be done. By modern standards, he's well past his shelf life. Mm-hmm. He has no choice but to quote unquote sell out because there are so yeah, he many. Does. No, he doesn't. Not sell out and just live in his ten million dollar mansion, and he has no like to sustain his level of uh, to sustain his lifestyle. He has to sell out. He has to sell credit cards because nobody. Uh, sure, people do want him in movies or whatever. He was in Boss Baby. <laughs> like, and he gets to do his little SNL skit. That's yeah. really what he's got left yeah, in it. He's exactly like he's past his shelf life, which means he's got to find a way to make money. And in an ever expanding Hollywood and ever expanding entertainment like scope, people who yeah. are content creators have to find a way to make money. So, so like I agree that everything is going to crash. I don't agree that people are selling out because. Of a different reason. They just have to. Yeah. Why do they have to, though? Because the, because the amount of money to go around hasn't really changed, but it has to go around more people now. The amount of money. Okay. Yeah. Like, 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 like 40 years ago, if if someone came to Led Zeppelin and said, hey, um, hi, I'm with fucking Mercedes-Benz. I want to sponsor your tour. They'd have been like, shove it up your ass. We're Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, because no one's going to go to that tour because everyone is touring, they would have they they have to take that sponsorship. You know, it, it's it's just it's the age we live in where everything is available, so nothing is wanted. Yeah, but I think it's gonna. I mean, I think that's ultimately what's going to happen, though, is that that's going to continue. That trend is going to continue. Uh, there's only a limited amount of money, and there's more and more people coming into the fray. And that's just going to continue to happen until there is no more. There is no more uh, higher platform for people to go to. I, I think there there will be higher platforms. The downside is, is they're not going to be as vetted as they have. Like like like, there's going to be a point at which the line crosses. Like there's going to be a point where Alex Jones is like actually considered as con- uh, like like at some point <laughs> Alex Jones is going to have more consistent viewers than television. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's a problem, you know. There, it, it, there, there's there's going to be a point where Alex Jones has more influence than CNN. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is is that is that a problem? Yes, I don't think it is. I'll tell you why. Um, when when you look at it just directly like that, it seems like a problem. But what that also means is that. It's basically more of a democratization of information at that point. That means there is no person, there is no, uh, there's less and less of a single source feeding information and causing a consensus. But the, but the question is, 
Will we be able to create new institutions for verifying and providing factual information in a democratic world? You've suggested Wikipedia is that, and can mm-hmm. it remain that? Or is there like a, a Wikipedia 2.0 that's even better at verifying it that people go to, mm-hmm. like people from all spectrums go to, and they trust it, and it is solid? Like, I think that's where we're going to go. Like, it's scary right now because that that old way of just being fed things, just being fed things, and we were like, well, they're legitimate. We trust it. Uh, like, my, like my hope is that we're in the growing pains right now. Yeah, I think that's where we are. And what comes out the other side is something that is, say, Wikipedia 2.0. Something that is vetted by, 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 the, by the masses. Because right now what I'm seeing is the death of traditional journalism. Yeah. Which... And that's for scary. All, for that all, is scary. Yeah, for all its flaws, like, at least can be believed. Yeah. You know, well, and and the rise of like these um, pocket yeah, alternative these, media. Al- alternative media that has that, that doesn't that, that is not vetted in any way. Correct. We don't know where they come from, whether or not what what their uh, what what their mission statement is, why they want to influence things, right. and the only way to fix it is to make knowledge. Available to everyone, and everyone actually care. Like mm-hmm. that is th- that's the key: making people give a shit about their knowledge. And so far, in this information age, it's only been proven that people don't give a shit whether or not their knowledge is vetted. Yeah, and, and it, but but you can go. You know, it doesn't matter if you're left or right. You're saying that shit. You're saying that shit about the other side. Like they're being brainwashed. The other side's being brainwashed. The other side's being manipulated by by bullshit. They're they're mm-hmm. they're they're reading. They're making these narratives out of. I mean, you can say it about both sides. Well, and then the and, truth and like, is always somewhere in the middle, one hundred percent of the time. Yeah. So it's like um, I don't know. I, well, we were talking about answers for it, and like one of the answers I've been toying with, and this is what I've tried to do in my own life to a degree, is. Um, when, when I'm, I'm told a narrative about a news story or something, mm-hmm. what I try to do are like a police shooting. This is always a good example. Somebody talks yeah. about a police shooting. Like what I'll try to do is go find the literal raw video and watch it myself yeah. and not let somebody else tell me what happened. Not like just try to remove as much context as possible. And see the raw video. And then keep in mind that the raw video is only a selective interpretation of, of what actually happened. Like there was 10 minutes before that that we don't see. There's 10 minutes after it we don't see. Like it's still a limited scope. And like try to remove all bias and just just uh, look at your own interpretation as much as possible. Or like go off of that yeah. more and more. There's a reason that... Or when you read a news article, there's always they always link to... Uh, an article was written today about so-and-so, and then they write an article about an article? Like, go to that fucking article. Like, why read somebody talking about an article? Go to the yeah. article that is in question if you're interested in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Th- like, there's a reason video that is not raw footage is not admissible in court. Yeah. Yeah, like, you can't edit shit down and then submit it in court. Like, it has to be... Well, look what CNN said. Yeah, like, it has to be the that. raw video. Like, it has to be the raw video. Um, I don't know, man. What what's what I found find find really funny is 
we've talked for like an hour. And we've danced completely around the traditional conversation about fake news. We haven't talked about how it affects people. We haven't talked about Russia. We haven't talked about wh- like why it's, it's fundamentally topic. bad. Like it's a huge topic. Yeah, it's it's a really huge topic. And and w- one thing that I absolutely wanted to talk about was, you know, Russia did funnel fake news into social media. That's a fact. That happened. Yeah. Okay. And I, I have firsthand heard and seen people say, "Oh, so what? So you believe that I just believe whatever I see, huh? You you think that I just know? I just look at Facebook and I just believe it? I, I was influenced by fake news. It's like, well, you probably were. Yeah, I was. Like as 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 high and mighty as I feel like I am, because I guess I I, I guess I'm an asshole. Whatever. I, like I feel like I am educated enough on the topic and the the, the idea of what is and isn't true, I still fell for... You know that... that, 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 I'm going to say meme, because we have no better word for it, but that meme uh, about Trump saying in 1992 in an interview that he stated that if he was going to run for president, yeah. he would run for president as a Republican because yeah. Republicans are totally idiots or whatever. I totally too because it just sounded like so it good. It sounded like something he would say. Yeah, sounded good. Fucker never said that. Yeah, That's That is fake news. That is yellow journalism. That's just some asshole making some stuff up. Yeah. And when I found out, like that was that was my breaking point. That was the point where I was like, wait a minute. You mean I'm susceptible to this too? Yeah, it's very true. You know, and and yeah. the likelihood is that regardless of what side you're on, you read something and you were like, yeah, brah. Yeah. And it was just wrong. Yeah. And then it makes you wonder, all right, so the person that first created that, yeah. the person that first created that meme about Donald Trump and switching, were they thinking, dude, I'm going to manipulate all of society's view on Donald Trump? Or were they really just like, I'm going to try to trick somebody. And then because it's like so believable, it just continues to compound and compound on itself. Like there was no, like this, whoever made that was probably not some government or some like complex. I mean, it was not complex. It's just words on a picture. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, well, it, and it, there's no way to the, know because it fit enough people's uh, perception. It head, just head it kept, it yeah. kept going. It just kept going. Yeah. Like, this was interesting about it. And to go back to the Russia thing, they were, like, I think maybe they, maybe they've been able to see the 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 fundamental physics, I guess, is for lack of a better word, the physics of how memes work and try to use that as a weapon. Maybe. Like, how, what does that say about Russia? And what does that say about the United States? Does that say that Russia is so far ahead of us in, like, societal science because because that's what it's what 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 not societal science but like sociology because that's what it is it's exploiting it's propaganda it's propaganda like yeah propaganda they're really fucking good at it. they got a long right. history of oh propaganda. shit you're right yeah. you're right yeah and yeah xkgb yeah yeah you're right you're right but damn man yeah and, and it does and now i'm gonna kind of get on my soapbox it does not help that for decades, the United States has 
been completely fine with being really bad at educating their people. Yeah. Like, we have been really bad at giving people the basic knowledge they need to exist. Yeah. You know? And then granting those same people the ability to vote. <laughs> and, and this isn't me saying, hey, people shouldn't vote or certain types of people shouldn't vote. But this is me saying, if we're going to give everyone the freedom to vote, we should also give them the freedom to be educated. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that is the, the fundamental idea of a democracy. It's even the fundamental idea of capitalism is that it's all based on the idea that you have a bunch of rational actors, like um, choosing things based on a, some kind of rational basis. It's oh, it's so funny that you said that right now in 2018, right now in 2018. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, there's a big debate over whether democracy is is uh, viable because of this. Like, does this prove that democracy is flawed if if it allows X to happen? You yeah, could, you probably could hear the same things during um, fucking Hitler coming into power, even though he wasn't completely democratically put in. Yeah, kind of took the. He got close and then took the rest himself. I, we're not a political website, and I, I'm not going to try to convince anyone of anything here. But I think that we both can agree that regardless of political party or, or, or stance, Donald Trump is not your ideal president. Even if you're far right... He's still not your ideal guy to have in have in charge. I mean, there, there are definitely people that would. There are definitely people that would disagree with that statement. And definitely, and and and, and that in and of itself is evidence that we don't value knowledge because, objectively speaking, he's not qualified for the job. I mean, without going too deep into a Trump tirade, I mean, I, I would, my view on Donald Trump, like, remove his politics, remove his policy stances, remove everything. It's fine. Re- He's already done that remove, himself. Remove, <laughs> remove everything. <laughs> and when I look at, when I look at him, like, when, when I have an idea of what an ideal leader would be, like, yes. the, the lead, like a leader, like, it, to yeah. me, it's somebody that is fair, that is, uh, able to communicate well, is able to uh, take in other people's opinions and, and weigh them in, and, and is very conscientious and is tr- trying to apply uh, things on a very consistent, logical basis in as many ways as possible, because if you do that, then people will just simply follow you out of being... It's called respect. Yeah, being a good person. Yeah. You know, Being a good person uh, is what fundamentally is a good leader, and... When I look at him, I, 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 the the he has very few qualities that are that I would dis- determine as uh, being that would that would I, I just could not define as like good leadership. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like like I've said this since before he was a serious candidate. Like you strip him of his money, you strip him of his notoriety, and you put him as the manager at a Kinkos, he gets fired in three months. <laughs> Just based on his behavior. <laughs> wow, it's very possible. You know, you may like his, his like pop. But no, he's the kind of person yeah. that just takes over the Kinkos, though. <laughs> he just takes over the fucking Kinkos. 
Like he's he's just that funny guy that got fired from the kink, the Kinkos, right? I don't know. We've already gotten more political than I wanted to. Yeah. That, this this, this that, that's not what this is about. This 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 is about how do we fix this shit? And I believe that really the only way to fix it is for people to care what they digest. And I don't know if that's in the American people. I don't know. Hmm. I could sit here and ponder on that, and I have for a long time. Or what I really try to do is like imagine what a future would be like where things were better. You know, like what what would a, a futuristic like imagine? Be- better is better is a loaded loaded term. You're like right, but, because but, okay, but, be- right. better is de- different for each person. All right, but what would a future look like that was based on? Um, um, a bunch of all right. So say it's it's based on this idea of a democracy, where you have a bunch of rational actors playing mm-hmm. their part. What what would have to happen in order f- for that to take place? Like what 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 would you? We would need to oh shit, uh, to, to say it kindly. Like the entire system needs to be overhauled. Like yeah yeah it does. Like. Uh, like a fundamentally, fundamentally like money driven, like money behind all this is like a huge problem. Like I, I love the idea of like, uh, I, all right, all right, here's a here's a here's a great one. All right, remove the fucking makeup covered anchorman, and like just have the journalist talk to us straight up. Like have the journalists do the reporting. Like why are they not allowed to be on fucking television? <laughs> yeah. The only ones that are allowed to be on there are ridiculously good looking. But Where I, are the fucking I, ugly journalists? Wolf Blitzer, dude. He still looks. I mean, he's he's very Wolf prototypically Blitzer. Jewish. I mean, he looks. <laughs> he's got a. He's he's a very good looking. He's just like he just meets all of the marks. Really, like a really. Jewish. I just. I always thought it was his name. Like I could get really far in he's life. He's really bad. It's my name. He's, such a bad, he's really bad. At like he just bumbles. He yeah. just bumbles. Yeah. Uh, like I could get really far with the name Wolf Blitzer. That's true. Like, <laughs> like I kind of just want to put like the name of this podcast, "Fake News," brought to you by Wolf Blitzer, to, to see if we get more <laughs> downloads. Like, dude, it would probably work. You would get at least five more. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. There are ugly newsmen. But then you have your Anderson Coopers, you know, who are... All right, name an ugly newsman. Matt Lauer wasn't pretty. He's not... He's not... He, he's not a newsman anymore. Where's a newsman that's missing a tooth, you know? <laughs> <laughs> where's a newsman that has a crooked nose? Where's a newsman that, you know, you can tell that he probably went on like a, like a three-year meth binge or something, and he's recovered, and he's got like a rekindled spirit for journalism, but he had a bad down spot, and you can't cover it up with makeup. It's just there. It's just scarred. Uh, you, 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 you might be right. You might be right. But then again, I'm sure Jon Stewart had some work, right? It's true. Yeah. You know, he was, like, there are ugly people on TV, John Oliver. He's not a newsman, though. He's he's got he's got British teeth, and that's really interesting too. This uh, uh, how com- comedians are starting to go into it. There's a lot of them, really. Let's listen. That that's yeah, another podcast because yeah. I respect the fuck out of a good political comedian. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. 
Comedians have like a great view on it all. Yeah, yeah, but we're not we're not going to go into that today. Not. Um, I I just my biggest worry is that America is not preparing itself for where it needs to go to get past this fake news epidemic because all I see is it getting worse. Yeah. Oh, but here here's 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 an here's an interesting idea to talk about real quick. China does not have a fake news problem. <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot of things China doesn't have. <laughs> so think, think about this, though. Um, could it be, and this is terrifying to think about, could it be that hardcore, single-party, state capitalism parading as communism that does not believe in free speech shuts down uh, differing opinions and allows everyone to be on the same consensus, could that actually be a more uh, viable option for um, societal success and government success? And if so, is that not terrifying? It depends. That free speech could actually um, destroy your government and your for, for allowing all information to be allowed? Could that actually be detrimental and therefore, those that don't allow it actually end up succeeding in the in the new era coming up because they can commit cyber warfare and manipulate public opinion in other countries while controlling the narrative perfectly in their own country. And they can succeed, and we fail because of it. And how do you solve that? Okay, let me let me let me digest what you just said. Okay. Okay. So because they're so for lack of a better term, for lack of a better term, on the same page, their influence destroys our freedom because they're so laser-focused on their narrative. Yeah, and they, they don't allow dissent in their own population. Like, that, that it's not allowed. Like, right, talk right, about right, it's right, just right. censored or you're jailed or... Because, because on the surface, I, like, I agree with what you're saying. Like, the freedom of speech is there to destroy the government, exactly. if, ne- if necessary. Just exactly. like the, just like the the gun toting Second Amendment nut jobs who were like, well, "We got to have a gun to shoot everybody." It's like, okay, fine, yeah, you need a gun to take over the government, sure, whatever. But we also need the ability to speak freely and to have the freedom of the press to overthrow the government. Without without that, it's not going to happen. So. It's kind of a double-edged sword because if you have a government, not necessarily ours, or, or, or like influencing everyone on our side to believe different standards or believe different things, then you're getting the influence of the non-free over a free nation. Thus, you're sacrificing your freedom because you believe the bullshit coming from the exactly. communist nation. Exactly. It's fascinating to think about. It really is fascinating to think about. Because um, when you start talking about the idea of controlling um, fake news, you're starting to get into that. Like, if, if you want to do it on some other level other than, like, what we were talking about is we need to find a way to be more educated. The other option is, like, we need to start squashing this shit. Or we need to start asking... Um, all of those, there's so many of them 
there's so many competing outlets. It's Google and Facebook, really, is where all this information is at this point. Like, it's really kind of creepy, too, in a way. It's really only two Maybe. fucking sources that everything is communicated through. But we're going to ask them to uh, start cracking down on the fake news? Like, well, like, well what, what, okay, like... You get to define it? Fun, f- okay. Mark Zuckerberg and... Like let's let's. Isn't that weird that Google doesn't have like that the head guy like uh, Zebos and Zuckerberg, and then Google doesn't have one. They're the fucking I. They're the Zog. (laughs) Okay, let's 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 back this up a little bit and just say like, what are the options? One, we be more educated than the misinformation we're getting. Two, we prevent. The misinformation from being spread. Yeah. Or three, we deny that misinformation is mis- misinformation is being spread. Which we is misinform people about misinformation which, being spread. Which sadly is what's happening. Like <laughs> that, that is where we're we are on that path right now. You think so? Yeah. Come on, tell me, tell me how. Okay. Well, th- this goes back to the whole. You don't. I definitely wasn't it, it, like. Uh, um, I definitely wasn't in, interfered with in this this election. Like I voted because I knew what I was talking about. No one influenced my shit. Okay, you're talking about an interpersonal, like uh, yeah, citizenry level. Yeah, like those are, those are your three options. One, deny there's a problem. Two, get smarter than the problem. Or three, rely on a third party to fix the problem. The third party being, of course, the media outlets and or. Facebook or, you know, Facebook, Google, all of the cable companies, whatever. And at the very least, or at the very, the the last resort would be the government. Well, I would say where we're at is relying on, um, I I think most people are relying on Facebook and and those people to, to do it. That's what it feels like to me. You look at YouTube, it's demonetizing people that have differing viewpoints you look at all the people that you make a racist joke and you're instantly fired from your job i mean that that's uh, will we'll yeah. allow capitalism and businesses to solve it um i feel i feel like that's where we're headed right now and, and, and so and, in a lot and, of ways i view, i, I kind of side with the alt-right on some of this stuff because well, uh-uh. they, they see they see this side of it where it's like pick a side google are you going to be leftist or are you going to be democratic? Or are you going to be Republican about it? Pick a side. You know, I mean, and, but, but the thing is, is <clears throat> being the, the free market capitalist society that we claim to be, mm-hmm. I think that's the only, that's the only option we have. No, it's terrifying. Because, because one, we, we've already talked about this. We are not educated enough to do it ourselves, period. We're not. And there are no signs pointing to any type of higher education or higher learning or even understanding of the problem being spread on a wide, uh, you know, on a widespread basis to combat this. The only option we have is to surrender the faculties to a third party or ignore that it's happening. But, I mean... Because remember, we have to create the solution in the construct of real life. We can't do it in this 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 utopian. Oh, everyone is going to get it. 
What, what was what was the term you used earlier in, in like that we need in um, democratic societies a, uh, a rational democratization of no a rational yeah rational based actors yes basically. rational actors <clears throat> we know that the common man is not a rational actor no fundamentally yeah, yeah and we know that politicians are supposed to be those yeah they're not yeah. so we have to rely on third parties in this case it'll be google facebook amazon whatever to do that and the reason they become the rational actors is because they rely on our money whether we give it directly to them or they make money off of us but that, that, like that that's absurd let because you're you, because that implies that capitalism is rational that people that when they spend money, they're doing it rationally, which is also a, a fucking falsehood. Like, you can totally be manipulated by ads to buy all kinds of crap that you normally wouldn't buy. You know, Sarah McLaughlin songs and dogs and yada yada. I mean, well, we can think of all kinds of ways that you can manipulate somebody to, to give money. So, so to assume that that solves the problem is not it either. No, no. Like, well, I think it has well, to go past that. Like, like I think it needs to... It's, it's, in, in, in the interim, though, I, I don't think we have a choice. It's, it's, I mean, it's my, my truly leftist views that like, it has to go beyond money. It has. I, and, 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 and at my core, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Like, I think what we have to do is go through the growing pains of destroying the entire, like the power structure, break it down and then democratize it all over again. And it's like nasty as shit for a while. But something new grows out of the old guard, the old television-based guard. And, and I'm scared that's Alex Jones. It, it could be in the short term. but there, I, In the long I, term, I, I, I'm scared. I, actually, I don't know if we will make it to the long term if what grows out of it is only Alex Jones. Is, is, is. All right, but, but here's the difference. All right, so, all right, so say, all right, say nothing above Alex Jones exists. Alex Jones is the top. In a viral world on the internet, mm-hmm. if Alex Jones is at the top, anybody that makes a video about Alex Jones becomes higher up, right? Okay. So any countering opinion that has Alex Jones in the title becomes a viral video in itself, and it counteracts Alex Jones in a way. Like, it, th- there's a way to keep it in check because, like, if, if it's a context thing, if it's yeah. using those name brands, but, but, using the names, whoop, it just it competes yeah, against but, it. But, but then you're just fighting poison with poison. No. Yeah. Because if, if, you, if you have Alex Jones and then anti-Alex Jones, like, both of those things are wrong. Somewhere in the middle is right. Well, well no. So, say, another guy has his own channel mm-hmm. that's rational-based. That does a lot of, uh, or he tries to be. Obviously, he's not either. He's not perfect. But he tries to be more rationally based. But he makes one video about Alex Jones calling him out. He gets viral. A lot of people see it. They see him. They go watch his other videos. This starts to change opinion. Like, that's how I view it. Like, Like, it really is. Because I just look at how I am. Like, I've been through, like, 14 different ideologies in my life. Like, going down rabbit holes on the internet. I'm not, like, somebody that's just, like... I've been a liberal since I was four. Like, well, it's, it's, it's like I've been all over the spectrum, and it's because I just go and see different things and like, go down those rabbit holes. I agree with your idea, but when was the last time someone who was rational became a sensation outside of 
the established media machine. Oh, there's a lot of people. You, uh, Name one. Please tell me a rational person who ha- is independently successful. Yeah, rational is also a loaded word because everybody thinks the person they like the most is rational. But, but when I say rational, I mean... They're trying to be non-biased. They're yeah, trying. Yeah, when I say trying to be non-biased. Yeah, yeah. Uh, secular talk. You ever heard of that? Kyle Kalinske? No. He, he's I'll, got a, he's I'll probably, look into it. He's probably, you would actually like him. Like, he reminds me of you. Like, it's like it's from the same... So he's handsome? <laughs> no, he, he literally <laughs> reminds me of you. Like, he's okay. like, he's an atheist, but he's got like this, uh, there's just, I'm telling you, if you watch him, you'll, you'll get it. You'll get what I'm saying. Okay. Like, but, uh, Kyle Kalinske, Secular Talk, I, mean, I don't know, he gets maybe 150,000 views. He's not huge. So he's a drop in the bucket. Okay. Of course. And most people are. Like, that's the internet. And, 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 but that proves my point. My, like, I, but maybe I'm, everybody will be a drop in the bucket eventually. That's what I'm saying. If you t- if you lop off this top bullshit, everybody becomes a drop in the bucket. And it's just a battle of maybe most people uh, are maybe in the future. Everybody's got like, um, everybody listens to Alex Jones and listens to Kyle Kalinske, and listens to... You listen to differing viewpoints. You don't just, like, follow one. And and, and I think the old guard, the CNN guard and all that, is the idea that you only follow one. Like, get rid of the idea that you only follow one. The, you the only old, trust the, the old, one the, or only the, trust the, a couple. The, the old guard is, we'll listen to it for you and give you what you need. Well, yeah, we're just talking about the people that create it, but I'm talking yeah. about the consumers of the information, I, 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 the and, consumers and, and of it. I, and I don't know if consumers care enough. Yeah, they do. No, Why no. are they spending all this time looking at it? They care. The, no, no, like they're no, looking no, no. for their version of the truth. But 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 they don't care enough to look deeper than that. They don't. Period. I think they do. They just don't realize what deeper means, or they're not. They don't. They don't realize like truly. If you want to be, or it's. it's it's philosophy too. Yeah, like just philosophy. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to go into it. Like we don't go for. We don't want to hear somebody talk about fucking Kant. Like we, uh, that was. I'm sorry to say Kant on the air. I just want to apologize <laughs> for saying Kant. That is have, not a good word to which, say. Have you watched the, uh, the, the, the the Good Place? No. You should watch the Good Place. They actually name drop Kant a lot on that show. Uh, what I was saying is like most people don't go look up philosophy on the internet. What they do is like, they go listen to some fucking charlatan talk about philosophy. You know? on, on like a podcast. Like Stefan Molyneux or something. You know who that is? Oh, it's terrible. Anyway, there's a bunch of people that like talk about being philosophers who don't know anything about philosophy and people that don't know anything about philosophy really love to listen to people that don't know anything philosophy talk about philosophy. It's called self fellatio <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, hey, like this is without a doubt the the deepest and most important episode of Reality Breach to date. Yeah, and 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 what's good about it? This is my favorite part about it is uh, is that fake news tries to um remove all nuance and get right to the point and act like it's got the answers. But this podcast has I feel like it's been about the exact opposite. Like I don't know what the answers are yet. No, and that's and, and that's that's I, reality breached oh, right there. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's 85 episodes in, and we finally have a reason to name this podcast Reality Breached. Congratulations, Daniel. Uh, no, no, I've, I've really enjoyed this. Like, I, I want to have more conversations of this nature, not necessarily about this topic, but of, uh, like, where we have to break down humanity and our tendencies, and I feel like you're the person to do that with. I love doing it. So, so I thank you for coming on. Um, anyone who has, if this is your first episode of Reality Breach, hey, I promise this is not like all the other episodes. <laughs> if you want to talk about Marvel comics and shit, yeah, select another episode. But I, I want to have more of these. Do you, you want to come back? Absolutely. Okay. Every time. Awesome. Well, um, if you made it this far, again, this this isn't a political podcast. We're not trying to shit on anyone's political beliefs. Uh, that's not what we're here for. Yeah, and I'm sorry if I came across this. Okay, like if, sorry if, for if, saying if, if you have a belief, it's a belief. There's nothing we can do to change that, and you're probably right in your own way. So continue to believe that. We're just trying to contextualize the idea in this case of fake news. Like, why is it? Why is this a fucking problem? And I. Uh, Thank you for listening. Um, I guess here's the part where I plug shit, and it sounds really odd, but coming out of such a deep, important conversation, Here I now have to talk about... Here comes the sellout Yeah, part. so visit realitybreach.com. Don't forget to buy Reality Breach hats. We don't and have shirts. Hats. We don't have shirts. And condoms. If Oh, oh my God, we should get condoms. No, no, visit realitybreach.com, um, listen to the Black Pocket podcast, which, uh, that's, uh, Robert Morris's podcast, um, also follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, we have a, a YouTube page, I just posted a really cool video of Luke teaching me how to play a video game, which, hey. is, yeah, my eight-year-old teaches me how to play Roblox, Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. It's probably yeah, pretty no, funny, actually. It's, it is. Like, I, <laughs> there's a couple times I look at the camera, I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? It's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, just check us out. Um, again, realitybreach.com. I thank you for listening. Uh, for Daniel Key, our official philosophical reporter, I'm Sergio Lugo. We'll catch you next time. Later. Thanks for listening to the Reality Breached podcast. For more episodes, visit realitybreached.com. There you'll also find our local spotlights and the newly launched Black Pocket podcast.